Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. And this is our 111th episode of Talk Direction. And this is our last time recording live together until December, which is sad. That's insane. <clears throat> You're going to have so many life experiences. Hopefully I, really I will am. too, but you're going to have them on a different continent. That is so true. And we're going to have to like rearrange our schedules and figure out recording five yeah. hour time difference. For anyone who's new and is listening to this for their first episode, I, Caitlin, am going to London for a year and living there. So that's why uh, we won't be together. But I guess like during the school year, it's not like we saw each other Yeah, that exactly. Much. Like I think... I don't even know if we would see each other on, like, Thanksgiving break because it's so yeah. short. So, it's, like, honestly, December would probably be... Yeah, anyways. Yeah. Unless I drove to Boston, which I did last year. I did drive in the That's fall true. and in the spring. Um, But, yeah, I'm going tomorrow... I'm flying out, so this is very last minute, and that's why the episode will be early this week, because I'm going out. Um, unless I don't edit it and put it up until I'm there, which might happen. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, so... Um, that's that. What else do we have to say? Um, our Patreon, we'll give an update about that. Um, once we, once I get to London, we're going to be, you know, going through and updating our Patreon and taking into consideration what you guys all said on our survey. Our survey is linked on our Twitter, um, a couple tweets ago. So if you haven't taken it, go take it. You can be a supporter or not a supporter and still take it. Um, and we're going to be updating that. Um, and that's patreon.com slash talk direction. And that's where we have a whole bunch of bonus content. Um, we do videos over there. We have an extra half hour of podcast content for every episode. Um, we have ways that you can be a part of the show and get involved by leaving us messages or suggestions for what you want to talk about. All that good stuff. Patreon.com slash talk direction. Um, we want to keep up with our audible book recommendations Kara, do you have any book recommendations? This is so if you go to audibletrial.com slash talk direction, not only do you get a free audiobook, but you also support the show and help us, which we always love. Mm -hmm. um, do you have any recommendations today? I would say an old classic, Yes Please by Amy Poehler. Um, we always talk about like the really good times that are um, uh, celebrity narrated like autobiographies and that one's a really good one and I love Amy Poehler. Yeah and she reads it. I've yeah. listened to that one on Audible which is really cool and I don't know if it's hers but she gets like I think it might be hers where I think like some other celebrity reads a chapter or something that they wrote in it in her. It might be hers or Tina Fey's or someone. It might be both to be honest because I remember yeah. like she had like guest chapters. Yeah so then you get to hear someone else who came into the studio and read what they wrote about her so that's cool. Um, my mom gave me two book recommendations. One was written, did you read the article? I didn't re read it, but I saw everyone telling me to read it. That was called The First White President. No. It was written by this guy. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about, but I yeah, don't Yeah, I think his name's Keynes, maybe the last name. Keynes or something. I thought it was Coates. Oh, Coates. Yeah, oh, that's what it was. It was Coates. Coates, I think. It was Coates, yeah. Okay. When I wrote it down, I wrote Keynes. I meant Coates. Um, 
And he wrote a book that my mom read, and she said it was so good. It was called Between the World and Me. Yeah, I've been meaning to read that. Everyone um, said it was really good. So, yeah, I am going to recommend that one from my mom. My mom reads so much. Like, I'm just jealous of how much she reads, like, real actual books. I read so much, but it's always fan fiction. <laughs> so, she uh, she gave me that recommendation. So, I wanted to recommend that to you, um, especially given everything going on in the world today. Um, so, that is mine. All right, so now moving on to our back to you segment. Um, This is where you guys can write us in um, or message us on Twitter at talk underscore direction or email us talkdirection at gmail.com. And we got a message from Katie who said, hi girlies, I'm Katie and I have been here since episode 11. So basically this is my, I have been here for a hundred episodes anniversary. Oh my God. Congratulations and thank you. Wow. What was our 11th episode? I don't know. That was a long time ago. Um, I've been here. Oh, uh, yeah. I've been here for forever and became a patron a few months ago, but this is actually my first time ever writing in, which is a little crazy. That always like is so like interesting to me that there's people who have known us for this long, Mm -hmm. but, um, you just like never write in. So then we don't know you necessarily, but like, I think about how there's people out there who listen to us. Cause I mean, like with the podcast that we listen to, it's not like we always wrote in and like participated, but you still felt like you knew the people so much. Um, so welcome Katie. Um, or welcome, welcome to writing to us. Yes. (laughs) Um, So I first got into the fandom a few years ago during the summer of 2015, and I remember being extremely overwhelmed by how much content there was to catch up on. Five years of albums, touring, interviews, thousands of fix to read, oh yes, (laughs) Um, and attempting to make sense of Harry's tweets from 2012, which I'm still confused by. Aren't we all? Yep. (laughs) I was reading an update account on Twitter, and they tweeted about your podcast, and it was your Drag Me Down music video review. As soon as you started discussing their outfits and their hairstyles, I knew I was hooked. And honestly, all of your opinions were so similar to mine that I gotten so excited. In the non-internet world, I don't really have anyone that understands how much I love the boys or can relate. So when they do something that's kind of a massive deal and I'm losing my stuff (laughs) because (laughs) Harry went outside and wore that shirt or he casually drops a 25 second video of him soaking wet, I always want to just plug in my headphones and listen to what you think and your opinions on the hidden alien messages, because Harry is definitely a creature sent from another planet to save us all. I also really love how real you both are and your feminist approach. I really appreciate that despite them being your faves, you have no problems calling them out when they are doing something controversial or just not right, Uh, i.e. Harry with Carolina. (laughs) I'm seeing Harry at Madison Square Garden in 2018, and I am so excited and nervous because I have standing room only tickets that are general admissions. So if I plan it right, I could literally be in the front row, but I'm going by myself, and it's probably not a good idea to camp out in the middle of Manhattan by myself for a week at 15. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But otherwise, I would be in the very back and blocked by everyone. Not to mention, I would have to start training my bladder right now. Caitlin's in that boat, too. So relatable. I think you both, like, all have to do, like, a Patreon segment where it's just, like, bladder (laughs) bladder control tips. (laughs) I swear, like, I'd wear a diaper. I don't... I peed in the woods for the first... Like, not for the first time, because I know I did it as a little kid, but I peed in the woods yesterday. Where were you? We were walking in... There's a... There's a... Like, down the... You know when you're going into uh, Milford? Like, into by the mall? You go down... 
the road and there used to be construction so there'd be the stoplight for the one-way traffic but then they took that away i have no idea what you're talking anyway, about anyway there's Why a park there, there? There's, a, okay. there's a woods park and I had to pee so badly that I was just like, I can't not pee. It's so annoying having to pee, like, in public. Not in yeah. public, but in, like, the woods or just, like, on the street yeah. with a vagina. It's just so annoying. It, it's very... I literally couldn't get it, so I just took off my pant leg. Oh! <laughs> wait, wait, only one? Only one, because you only need one to move out of the way. That's so interesting. I, yeah. So, but then because my mom I was like... Re- there was a better way to do that. <laughs> but, like, so, but okay, so, like, the best way I found is, like, lean up against a wall because oh. then you can, like, sort of, like, angle yourself. But doesn't yourself. it drip then up your butt? Uh, no, you have to, like, you have to, like, be really, like, your back has to be straight and your legs have to, but it's kind of, it's still hard. Like, when yeah. I have, like, when I have skirts on, it's, like. That's better, right? It's sometimes better, but, like, then you have to, like, pull it all the way up and you're just kind of, like. Well, I took my pants off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Here we go. Yeah, I've definitely been but, there like, a time was, or two. Yeah, it was just like, when you have to go that badly, you're like, I don't care. Let's get I've it. peed on the Let's street, man. It. I don't care. <laughs> like, the streets of Boston have been Dang. christened with my pee. Beautiful. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that little tangent. Back to this lovely email. I'm sorry, Katie. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Katie continues, I guess I will wrap this up now because not only is this really long and rambly, but also I have somewhere somewhere I have to be somewhere right now long story short though thank you for this podcast for finding for me finding it made me feel as though I found a little corner I found my little corner of the internet where I related to people who had similar opinions to mine sending big love Katie xx thank you so much this was such a beautiful email Katie we love you write to us more I know you sound so cool I know you just understand us completely you really do I love when people say, like, we've had this little corner of the internet. I know. Because I've heard that before, and it's like, that is beautiful. I feel like I found my corner of the internet with this, too. Exactly. Because, like, I wasn't really, like, involved with people, real people, before. Um, I know. Isn't that weird? I think about, like, yeah. I, know, I Like, sometimes I still forget that I, like, do things in the fandom. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm not involved in the fandom. I just kind of do my own thing. I'm like, oh, wait, wait, Kara, I literally <laughs> have a podcast. We have the podcast. You're an idiot. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you for this message. The whole, the whole lining up thing, I've been talking to one of our other listeners on Snapchat, Lucia, um, and she's gearing up for Harry's first performance, which is on the 19th of September, and like figuring out if, when she should stand out, like outside, because she has general admissions tickets too, and like how early to go. Yeah, that's hard because she's the first one. Yeah, so Ugh. we don't really know. The only thing is like Niall, people have been showing up sometimes the night before. Oh that's the only God. thing I know. But, like, when I showed up for Ed Sheeran, I showed up about eight hours early, and I was about third row, standing-wise. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's so hard to tell. I'm gonna have the same situation when I go to Harry's, but I think there's a show, I think I'm the Sunday show, and there's one on Saturday, too, so I can sort of get a feel from the Saturday. And I feel like Sunday, people, I don't know, for some reason, I feel like Saturday will be, like, bigger. Yeah. Although it's both probably Possibly. sold out. Yeah, it was, it was probably sold out in seconds. I mean, I mean, it was sold yeah. out in seconds. Um, but yeah, I, at least I'm on a weekend, so I can stand out all Saturday if I need to. <laughs> Literally. It's gonna be bad. You just need to make friends with someone. I know. Ugh, guys, if you're in London and you're going to the Saturday or Sunday show, I think it's the Sunday, please let me know so we can stand together and like trade off bathroom shifts. Because if not, like, I'm literally I think I saw someone on Twitter. I don't know if they're going to the Saturday show, but they're just moving to London, so I need to, like, just give you them. <gasps> yes! Guys! Yeah. If any of you guys are moving to London, I have no friends there. <laughs> um, and you guys are all so cool. Um, so, well, I already know one of our listeners outside of London. 
um, Sophie's there. So Sophie will be there. And we're actually going to the show in April together. But the one coming up um, this fall, there's going to be yours? someone else. Mine's in October, the end of October. Okay, I just bought my tickets, um, my like bus tickets to go um, to Boston because my show's the 30th. Oh, yeah. So that's exciting. Wow. That's so exciting. Um, yeah, so thanks for this email, Katie. Um, you are lovely and wonderful. I can't believe they've been here for 10, ep- ten or not 10. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> 10, yeah, 100 episodes. Wow. Wonderful. Other people who never write in, please write in to us because we love hearing from you. We get bored of all those ones that we hear from all the time. No, just kidding, you guys. God, I was like, hey, please. <laughs> I mean, at least it's not like on like Twitter or something where you can't. I just remember one time Caitlin tried to make a joke with this one person. It really did not come Wait, across what well. Was, what Do you remember when you were like trying to make a joke about like your height or something and you like towered over them and was like, <gasps> yeah. Oh my God. I'm like a booking oh, something with Caitlin. Oh my God. It was like was a friend really of a bad. friend. And this is yeah. like. No, it was. In yeah, high school. It was, yeah. Or middle school? And they, like, hated me after that. We just it was, it was like, clearly a joke, though. I know. And they, like, did, they did not understand it. I forgot about that. Yeah. Caitlin was just, like, I, I forgot what you were doing. I think you were just, like, saying you were tall or something. Because I think she told me I was tall or, like, something. And I was, like, oh, yeah? Or, like, something like that. And yeah. I, like, joked around. And then she was kind of, like, pissed at me. <laughs> and I was, it like, was really okay. weird, yeah. It was really awkward. Um... Anyway, I'm totally joking. I love all of our regular writer, writer, listen, write in, whatever. You're my family and my only friends. I know. I always I'm talk about you. I like honestly, real. truly, I me, Caitlin, talk about you, and then like I'll talk about you to my other friends and just be like, yeah, yeah like. But Kara, see, Kara says that. Kara says my other friends. That's the difference between Kara and I. I don't have other friends. You guys <laughs> are like my does. friends. I, I have what? Like three friends. Kara has a huge group of friends. That's why you guys are my best friends. So, I love you. <laughs> okay, I like, that's why I love you more. I love you more, clearly, because of that. Um, anyway, write into us. We love you all. Um, okay, moving on to news. Mitch so, Corner. Mitch, yes, this is about Mitch. For those of you who don't know who Mitch is, get on board, because Mitch is Harry's guitar player for his little band that he's touring his with. His little band! <laughs> his band that he's touring with. Um, and he had very long hair. It's in the Apple documentary. It's on all the performances he's done before. And then he cut it all off. I just like can't recognize him. I literally don't. I, the only reason I recognize him is because he's so stoic while next yes. to Harry. But I literally would not be. I'd be like, who is this man? Literally. He, oh, he's wearing Harry's Rolling Stone t-shirt. <gasps> Wait, really? Yeah, look, at, there's holes in it. That's, it doesn't say Rolling Stones. It has the mouth. No, it doesn't. Where's the... What is that? Is the, that's like that's, beach. Yep, I, I can see. <laughs> I feel like it might be Harry's though because it has... It could be. I don't know. They share clothes. I'm glad that I'm... I have eyes. Yeah. Um... But, yeah, <laughs> I love the memes where it's, like, Mitch's Squidward and Harry's Spongebob. Because this is so... Because Harry's literally wearing yellow in this picture right now. And Harry's, like, wide my mouth smile. Like, more smiley than he ever gets near someone. <laughs> Mitch has, like, never been more stoic in his life. Mitch is wonderful. I love you, Mitch. Um, but, yeah, he cut his hair. How do we feel about that? Is he following in Harry's footsteps? Or I, I feel like... didn't There was something I saw that Harry was, like, how do you think I felt when I saw it? Like, he didn't know, like, that Mitch had cut his hair and then... Oh my God! Like, do you think he, he was up. mad that like Mitch didn't tell him and like like he didn't have time to like say goodbye? Probably. Do you think he like made a like, compilation of all the videos and pictures of Mitch with long hair and said it to Sarah McLaughlin in an arms of an angel? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then I'm sure he freaking made a wig out of it and wears it around the house. <laughs> 
He probably has a locket with like yeah. one little strand oh in it. Mitch saved it for him knowing Harry would need it. I wonder if he donated, donated it to maybe the same place Harry did. Maybe. Because yeah. like that's a lot of hair. It was it long. It was. It was very long. Especially when you cut it that short. Like yeah. I donated a lot of my hair and I like still had pretty long hair after. Yeah. Wow. So new look for Mitch. Um, but you know, it looks good. He looks different, but now good. he can really get on stage and like be <clears throat> airy and free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he'll like grow it out again or keep it long. Or, mm. I mean, keep it short. I don't know. We just don't know. Just don't know. We never know what's going on in that no, beautiful little head of yours, Mitch. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> um, okay, so then I was going to talk about Harry's Nova Red Room performance, but then it actually happened because we were going to record yesterday. Um, but then we got more information about it. So we're going to save it for next episode. That and his live lounge, mm-hmm. um, which again was supposed to be on Wednesday. Wednesday, but then it got bumped up. Which is funny because it was the killers that were supposed yeah. to be today. Um, and then they switched places because of the hurricane. And I'm like, the killers were my favorite band back in the day. So Yeah, good times. I was trying to think of like, because today when I was packing... Um, I was listening to Backstreet Boys with my sister Mm, and I was going through like my evolution of music and trying to think about like when I started discovering new artists and like what brought me to where I Mm. am today. It was really interesting. Maybe I should do a video on that of like where I started like my first CD because Black and Blue was one of my first CDs and so was Avril Lavigne. Uh, Her what Let Go, is that what it's called? That one that had Skater Boy on it and all those. Uh, I never had her album and it made me so really? sad because I felt so uncool when people would sing Skater Boy and I was like, I can't really <laughs> or complicated. Well, there was some album that I felt like, it was the one that was like Stacy's mom. Like whatever. Oh yeah. I didn't have that me and neither. everyone knew like, it and it was yeah. so cool. I know because I didn't like have, if you didn't have a CD, you couldn't have exactly, it. Exactly, that's what I was you, saying. Or if you didn't like listen to radio or mm-hmm. watch MTV, which I was definitely not allowed to watch no. MTV and like my parents listened to like old school radio yeah. stuff like that. Which I'm fine with, but, like, it still made me feel... That's why, like, in middle school, this is whatever, (laughs) but in middle school, I would, like, spend so much money, like, whenever I'd get iTunes gift cards or whatever, I'd spend it on, like, songs that I knew were popular, even Mm. if I didn't like them, so I would know the words to them. And I wasted so much money on that. Dang. (sighs) Sad. Yeah. But, yeah, I feel like... Because those were my first albums, and I was pretty old by the time I got them, because, again, I didn't listen to, like, what was cool. Because, like, that was the thing back in the day... You had to have the album to listen to. And if you didn't have the CD, you just didn't know the music. Like, yeah. there was no other choice. And then iPods started, like, becoming bigger. But Yeah, but that was later in the game. You had to have the money. You ha- There wasn't, like, Spotify. There wasn't, like, streaming like that. And I didn't do illegal stuff to- back then. Yeah. Back then. <laughs> like, times have changed. But back then, I already downloaded the MP3 of Harry singing. Um, the chain. The chain, yeah. Um, nice. Yep. But anyway, yeah, so we're going to talk about those stuff on next week's episode um, because there's some good stuff in it. But we're moving on to some other Harry news, which is just that he's going to be performing at We Can Survive. Um, This is a performance that raises money for breast cancer because October is National Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, And every ticket sold, I think $2 will benefit Young Survival Coalition, um, which is an organization dedicated to critical issues un- unique to young women who are diagnosed with breast cancer. Um, and that will, the concert will be occurring on October 21st and other people there, I'm not going to read all of them, but some of them, I like left out too, pretty much. <laughs> Kesha, Lord, Alicia Cara, Macklemore, Pink, Sam Smith, 
And Harry and some other people. I need Kesha and Lord and Harry to take a picture together, Literally. please. For the love of... I know Kesha loves Harry. Come oh, through. God. I, I made an album that was Kesha's album and... I mean, a playlist that was Kesha's album and Harry's album. Like, just that. And I played that and it's a really good mix. Nice. And they, like, both love, like, pattern suits mm-hmm. and stuff like that. They like, should totally coordinate. I just want them to be friends. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll do some songs together. That would be really cool. I could see that. I feel like um, Kesha's new stuff, like, would kind of go. Yeah. I said, Kara asked a question on Twitter, what song we wanted Harry to cover for the Live Lounge, was it? Mm-hmm. And I thought he should cover Boots by Kesha. Kesha would literally die. Because, like, Harry has so many it. boots. He could wear his gold sparkly boots and sing about them. And he doesn't even have to wear anything else because that's what the song's about. <laughs> <laughs> but he could. I'll accept it, but I thought that would be fun. Have you listened to her album yet? I listened to parts of it. Wow. You need to do better. Yeah. I love that she um, has a duet with Dolly Parton because that song, do you know the history behind it? Her mom wrote it. Yeah. For Dolly Parton. Oh, really? Yeah. And it never like went on her album. That's so cool. And then so she got Dolly Parton Parton to sing it with her. Wow. Yeah. Um, Okay. Main discussion. This is our Zayn Dusk Till Dawn discussion. Um, so Zayn released his first single off his upcoming second album. Um, and he also released a music video and I've been listening on repeat. I love it so much. I think the music video is so cool. Um, and he's also been doing different interviews, not so much like radio interviews, but some print interviews. Um, and I thought we could talk about those and talk about the song lyrics and the music video. Um, So I'm just gonna sort of read his quotes and we can discuss it because he's giving some information about his new upcoming um, album and what it's gonna sound like and how it's different from his old one. Um, So he first talks about his songwriting and says, I feel like my songwriting definitely developed just because I've been doing it so much. I feel like the songs are a bit more organized where I felt like before that mind of mine was a brainstorm. That's why I called it mind of mine because it was ideas I had that I had to put out. This one is more thought out. I had more time to process everything and go through it all. It's an evolution. So does that make sense to you that like mind of mine felt like a brainstorm versus? Yeah, I would say so. I feel like it's like his first like foray into solo music. So it's like, oh, it's going to be kind of like, you don't really know what you're trying to do, so you're just going to put out a bunch of stuff. But I feel like it was still pr- pretty cohesive. Yeah. But I'm thinking, like, Lucas Aid was, like, literally a freestyle. Yeah, like, the words, there. like, lyrically. Sometimes yeah. it was, like, what's going on? It seems like he's talking off the top of his head, which yeah. is sometimes a good thing. Yeah. Um. So I wonder how that'll be, this one, be more organized. Like, maybe he has a theme of, like, what the songs are about, or... But I feel like it was thematic on the last one, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was different themes, but it was very much, like, related to what he was going through and stuff. That was descriptive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He said, there's a couple songs on the record that I've done with Malay um, that for me personally, I'm really proud of, just in the sense that I feel like they're real songs. And I don't mean to say that to discredit the songs that are out there on the charts at the moment. I just feel like there's something really classic about some of the music that we've done together. And for that reason, I'm really proud of the songs that are going to come out. I feel like it really shows me as a songwriter and a vocalist. So am I saying that right, Malay? Malay? Mm, yeah. 
Um, it's who he worked on. I think the producer. Yeah. He worked on um his last yeah his last album and also like he's Frank Ocean producer and stuff. Mm -hmm. He's really cool and he helped shape the last um Zane's last album and they pretty much did the whole thing. It was like quite um like a small group of people who worked Mm -hmm. on it and I think Zane branched out more because he said that um, he only worked with him for a couple different songs but he's really proud of them um and what do you think about him saying like discredit the songs out at the moment I thought that was interesting because I know who said that also recently one of the boys I feel like maybe it was Niall said something I think Louis talked about like oh Louis lyrics like yeah songwriting yeah Saying that, like, the songs out there aren't, like, that he doesn't like them that much I'm feeling that, though. Like, I usually am just like, yeah, pop music all the way. But I'm like, these days, I'm, like, so, like... But I wonder who they're talking about. I know. But I just feel like, in general, like, it all kind of sounds alike. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, kind of sad. Um, well, but... I feel like... I don't know. The ones that I listen to, I'm like, this is amazing. But, like, I guess I don't really listen to the radio. I just, yeah. like, Yeah, if I turn to... on the radio, like, the other day I was, like, trying to skim through the radio and my mom, I, like, put it on Spanish music because there was nothing else. <laughs> and it was, like, really good. I was, like, loving it. I was just vibing. And, like, some of it was, like, elevator music. I was just, like, I don't know what channel I was on, but I was, like, I'd rather have this than, like, the same two pop songs mm-hmm. on the pop radio. But, like, I also, like, hate the term real mm. to put in front of any, like, real woman, real man, real music. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just, like, what do you mean by that? You so don't big. need to say it. it's. It's also just like so patronizing yeah i'm just not a fan and, like of that. music and stuff is all like subjective personal yeah. yeah i just but i also <clears throat> there's not a truth there really isn't um uh, but i think that it's good that he said like not to discredit things but like clearly <laughs> he is so like you know what i mean like it's the kind of thing that's like no offense saying. but yeah yeah exactly <laughs> um but yeah i'm happy that he's proud of his songs yeah um and he also said, I definitely, oh, talking about his heritage is what um, the article said. Um, Zane replied with, I definitely focused on that for a couple more songs on this record that got this same underlying tone of India and the place that my grandparents originally came from. There's definitely influences of that in there. Hopefully people like it this time around as well. Um, so that's cool. And I feel like we already, like, can hear some of that on Dawn, Dusk Till Dawn. Mm -hmm. Um, because it sounded, there was parts of it that sounded like Flower, which we'll talk about. Yeah. And Flower was the one on the last album that was heavily influenced. It was in, like, his own language and, um, like, drew on music that he had grown up listening to from his grandparents and stuff. Um, so it's cool that he's adding more of that influence. I think he does such a good job of, like, combining the more traditional stuff with, like, pop. Yeah. And making it new and fresh and interesting. I like it a lot. Um, then he talked about his anxiety. Um, and he said a lot of stuff, but I just highlighted one part, um, saying I've, that he's, like, working on his anxiety and it's, like, changed a lot. He said, I've diminished it because I dealt with what was giving me anxiety. The feeling, feeling the need to uphold all of these pressures and these things that people want from you. Um, so it feels like, just if you read what he wrote about it, that, like, he's sort of learning to, like, or for him himself is, like, not listening so much to, like, the people around him and just, like, focusing on himself and the people, like, that are real in his life. Real. <laughs> um, but, like, the actual people rather than just, like, all the 
other people like I could I can't even imagine just like having to deal with everyone else like know, on social on. media and all that type of stuff so I'm glad that he's like feeling better about himself like in terms of his anxiety and like isn't getting I don't know better mm-hmm. um, and that might mean we get to see him perform more or like do a tour I know he also said that he like didn't feel like there was enough um, on his last album to really tour with um, so maybe that means this album, cause you'll have two albums then that he'll get to do that hopefully. Um, and like perform more because that would be cool to see more live performances. Cause even just like he put that, um, little clip on Twitter mm. of him singing live and his voice is just so good. Like it's good on the records, like on the studio versions, but he, when he opens his mouth live, it's just as good, if not better. <laughs> if he just like went on stage and just opened his mouth silently. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I posted some pictures of his GQ. Oh my God. I just don't understand how someone could be this beautiful. Just like, look at like, look at that highlight. Like this honestly. natural highlight. I mean, who knows if it's natural, but like that cheekbone. It, honestly, he just looks, he's got his hair dyed blonde. And, but his, like, eyebrows and eyelashes and beard, oh, it just contrasts so nicely. Contrasts. And he looks beautiful. His eyes are so beautiful. I know. I can't get over it. I mean, wow. What a beautiful dude. Um, not, none of the stuff, I think, is from the GQ. I just put those pictures. <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. Um... So then he, yeah, so this is what he was talking about um, with, uh, so promo wise, he said, I don't really want to do tons of promo. I'll do the music interviews and stuff like that, that actually have something to do with what I'm doing. But a lot of public interviews and being on TV to to me is more about being a social character, about being a, what's the word for it? When people are on TV, but don't do anything, reality (laughs) TV stars. I don't buy into that side of things. I just want to do my music. What are your feelings on that? Because that's um, a little controversial to me. I mean, I agree. Oh my God. I feel like um, I, like, because I've been into the Enneagram test. Like I talked about it to Caitlin and I feel like he's like a four like me because one of the things mm-hmm. about a four is like just being fed up with um, thinking you're like, um, you should be excluded or quote unquote excluded from like normal ways of living because like you don't really like the way society works and uh-huh. stuff like this. And this sort of thing I feel like really fits into this, um, quite well. Um, the Enneagram just quickly is like the Myers-Briggs type test, like personality test, but like a lot more accurate for me at least. Um, and I definitely can see where he's coming from. I think I would have definitely, I would definitely agree with that, but it's part of the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I also don't want to be like, you have to do it. Because, yeah. like, you can be talented in different ways. And that's why we're going to talk about this later. But that's why I, I love the fact that he and Sia are, um, they collaborated. Because Sia is the same way. And she has, like, a very high social anxiety and doesn't do, um, like, interviews, like, face-to-face and stuff like that. Um, or performances. Um, so... I, I mean, I don't know. I just think that, like, you can also have your own um, opinions and, like, your own preferences and not bash other people for, like, doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's what I would say. Like, I think he has every right not to do those interviews, <laughs> but the way he stated it, as if he's, like, above some exactly. people. Like, I'm not into that. I just am about the music. 
Like, but also, how is that a reality TV star when it's like someone doing know. promo for their album? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Because like he's Harry went on James Corden and had fun and like played games and stuff, but also sung his music. But like, it doesn't mean Harry's like less like real about the music yeah. because he also went on and like played games. Yeah, this definitely feels like a coping mechanism where you're like you're anxious about something, so to make yourself feel better, you try to make everything mm-hmm. out like you're like, oh, I'm better than that. I don't even want to do that, but like secretly it's just because you kind of like don't feel like you can which I understand but mm-hmm. it's also like not the most healthy because it's like you're holding resentment and like anger about it um so like I would just sort of be like that's fine but that's not for me instead of like mm-hmm. that's horrible and like what I'm doing is better because right yeah and I think like it's I think he thinks too that if you start doing like those sort of fun interviews that are not just strictly about the music then you start becoming a public figure, yeah. which is whatever. But like, as we know from Harry, he's he's so <laughs> private about things. Yeah. We still don't know who he is, even though he does all those like things. Mm-hmm. And I think some people become like their life is uh, very much like a TV show, and mm-hmm. not not because they're like actually have a reality TV show, but just because people follow them so closely. And, like, want to know about their relationships and this and that. Which has happened with the boys a lot. But I think there's a way to, like, do promo and also not... I mean, we see it with Harry and not put his private life really out there. I don't know. There's a balance. But, like, Zane can do whatever he wants. True. Um, so, what is next? Oh, the guy, the interviewer, Duncan, asked, Is your second album done? And Zane said... This record, I've kind of finalized it, but there's always ideas. Every day I find another song that I'm swapping out with another one. That's why the album date hasn't really come yet. Hmm. So that's vague. Um, I mean, I hope we get it this fall. I would love some new Zane music. It's like if you're putting out the um, first single now, wouldn't you think it would be coming this fall? I don't think so. Really? I would say... I don't know. I want to like think about... Oh, you, you know what? Maybe because I'm thinking Pillow Talk came out like the same within the same time span Mm -hmm. maybe like december or something yeah but i feel like do albums come out in december i don't know like october november are huge times because i feel like it'd be like kind of too much to just like not i guess niall doesn't have a date yet no but his is definitely coming yeah but why doesn't he have i don't know it's so weird where's the album cover god niall so true um they duncan also asked do you have a title picked out And Zane said, it does have a name and I'm really excited about it. It's kind of going to be something weird with it. I don't want to say more. It's not your usual way of putting out an album. Let's say that. Is it just like a picture? What does this mean? Is it an emoji? Oh my God. If it's an emoji, I swear to God. Do you think it's maybe like a word in... I don't know. A different language? Because like he says the title's weird, but then he also says it's not your usual way of putting out an album. So what is that? He's gonna just drop it randomly, Zane. Don't think that you're the first to do that. Or like, is he gonna put it out in like some other way? Like, put it on Spotify? Is he gonna send it to our SoundCloud? Like via brainwaves? Or he'll do what you two did, like drop it on everyone's phone. Oh my god, that's (laughs) the first way to get everyone to hate you. (laughs) No, but I'm sure it'll be a good album. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but also seriously, I really don't know. I don't know what this means. Again, I don't this is, know. I mean, if, if his cool thing is capitalizing and uncapitalizing <laughs> letters, I'm done with that. 
I don't think he would say it's a big surprise, though. Or, like, he'll use emojis as a way to, like, you know, there's, like, those games where, like, they put three emojis and you have to guess what it's trying to tell you oh. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, guess Hieroglyphics. Oh, my God. I guess, like, emojis are, are modern-day hieroglyphics, so. So true. Um, but I don't know what that is, but it seems like a weird thing Zane's gonna do that we're gonna be like, okay, maybe that wasn't the best idea. I mean, maybe it's, like, his step up from doing the capital on capital thing i don't know what that means though he's just trying to be quirky let it happen i hope it's just like his face maybe that's it that's what his album is i mean it Zane does have he's a the name first one to ever self-title an album <laughs> i know i don't i don't know but i guess we'll find out um and then he talked about his grandfather and reading and writing and things like that he said um I, uh, I read a lot. I read a lot as a kid. I don't know if I've ever said this, but my granddad used to get um, me to read letters. He's actually first generation Pakistani. He was born in India before India and Pakistan were divided. He came over and he didn't speak a lot of English. So he used to get me to read his letters to him when I was like three or four. So I developed a real want to read things all the time. I would read books constantly as a child. I'm still a reader. I've read a lot of different kinds of things. At the minute, I probably spend too much time reading conspiracy theory books <laughs> that give my mind way too much information that I probably don't need. I really, I like reading books about aliens in space. This just felt like uh, you and him should like have a book club together. I would love that. That's cool that like he did that as a kid. I feel like that's such a personal tidbit that we don't always I know, that's beautiful. Get. As long as he doesn't believe Earth is flat, I'm fine. <laughs> like, as long as he believes in science, we're fine. Yeah. Hopefully the conspiracy theories, he doesn't believe them, but he just has fun reading Like, them. sometimes you can, like, you can believe in, like, aliens, some, some of it. But, like, I've, me and my friends watched a Flat Earth documentary, and it's the most ridiculous thing. You have no idea. They literally <laughs> used a clip from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like, talking about how science isn't real oh as, a, like, the opener. And, like, trying to prove that science isn't real by using a satire show. God. It was, uh, and they were not kidding at all. And then also there was this other one that was, like, there's no forests on Earth or something. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Like, we I, freaking I, live in a giant forest. Like, I've been in a forest. And they're like, no, no forest has ever existed. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm sold. Wow. Um, and, oh, this next thing was fun. Um, for some reason, the interviewer knew that he had been gardening <laughs> or something. And he asked the question and Zane said, I am. How did you know that? I've been gardening a lot. I've got cucumber plants, tomato plants, onions, all kind of crazy things growing. I just went to the local garden shop and bought seeds, seed packets, read the instructions and tried it at home. Oh my God. That's so cute. This is my favorite thing I've ever heard in my life. This sounds something like I would make up. Literally, the fact that Zane's a gardener. He just like, goes to the store, buys seeds, and like starts a garden. Imagine like you're the garden like store technician. Oh Is that what it's called? I, I don't, don't know. know. Attendant. <laughs> and you just like are selling Zane like packets of tomato plants. Wow. That is I wonder wonderful. if he grows weed too. He probably does. <laughs> probably. <laughs> like next to his tomato plants. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he like infuses like his cucumbers with marijuana? <laughs> <laughs> Most likely. Sounds like Zane. Um... But yeah, that's cool. I thought that was just like such a nice little detail. The things like that where you're like, I really don't know who this person is. They have all these things that they do and we just get like this little sliver of something. Like we could have never known that Zane Thank you, has Zane. a garden. I love that so much. Thank you so much. Truly. Um, and then the last one, 
the last quote I have is there are also some big rap tunes on there. So for those, I need different producers I haven't worked with before. I'm afraid. <laughs> Do you think he's rapping or he's got other people? I hope it's other people. Rapping? What? You don't think Zane could rap? I don't know. I'm just worried. Why? I feel like he would do such a good job. But he mumbles. Harry can't rap. That's for sure. As long as... Harry shouldn't rap. But Zane can't rap. No. Liam can, should never try Liam's again. gonna try on his own. I know. Liam, please. <laughs> Liam, please. This is a plea for I me I feel like Zane would be good. If anyone, I would trust Zane the most yeah. just because he has the most... He has, He's the coolest, let's be honest with ourselves. He is so cool. But I also rather him do like the hook. But also I don't think... I don't know. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I feel like Zane's just so talented. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he'll, like, I'm sure producers will tell him if he's bad, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it might not be, like, it might just be, like, kind of talky rap. Oh, my know. God. That just reminds me of Taylor Swift's new song, which is, like, like I'm sorry, but, like, it really is, it gives me much secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, that is, like, talky rap. Um, yeah, we don't know. We'll see. We'll I, see. I'd be down to hear Zane do some, do some rapping. Um, okay, moving on to the actual song, Dusk Till Dawn, featuring Sia. This was written by Zane Sia and Greg Kirsten. Who did Greg Kirsten write with? Was it Adele? Is he Adele's person? Because I've heard that name before. Mm, I feel like it might be. Um, Because, like, Niall worked. Now I need to check this. Greg Kirsten. Because Niall... God damn it. Um, Niall worked with Adele's, like, person who wrote Hello. Is this this guy yeah it seems like it is i think yeah he wrote hello with adele um and i think he worked on this town with niall i'm pretty sure yes oh my god that's so crazy okay wow so then so now he's working on this with zane so now he's worked with um hollywood is so small man yeah so that's cool um sharing writers now um Zyle Rise. Yes! Zyle Adele. Zyle Adele. Zyle Adele. And Zane talked about um, working with Sia slash not actually physically working with her. He said, I didn't get in the studio with Sia. I did the majority of the song already and my management played it during a meeting with her. She really liked it. So she basically said, can I do something on it? She did it separately though. And I'd really like to work with her in the studio. She was probably the person who got it the most straight away. I just thought she was really cool. She didn't take much time. She just knew what she was doing. I could see her just like showing up and freestyling off Zane's whatever and like being like, yep, that's it. I'm done. Yeah. I mean, she's just like a powerhouse. She's like written everything in the game, honestly. Yeah. Um, And like, I don't know. I want them to, I wonder if they've met. Do you think they've met? I, I don't know. It doesn't feel like they have, but yeah. I want them to because I feel like they really... I would like them to perform it together. They're both pre- not performers, though. I know, but I think they would sound good. They would sound excellent, but I also, like, want them to just have a talk about, like, social anxiety and, like, being in the spotlight yeah. and, like, celebrity and, like, I just feel like they like Zane could, like, really mm-hmm. benefit from talking to her. So true. That would be cool. And I think... Because she wasn't in the music video. No. Yeah, it would be cool to see them sing it together live. I don't know the last time she did a performance. I feel like she sung on one of the shows. She sung on Ellen recently. Um, she might have. It. Sh- I. And then don't she did know. a um performance on a one of the big shows. 
but she was like wearing her hair. Yeah. But I thought she performed. Hmm. Um, but yeah, so that'd be cool. Um, cause like it's different if Zayn performs these live and she is, she's just a recording. It like takes it away somehow. Yeah, for sure. Or I guess he could have his live like back, backup singers, but. It's not Sia, you know? Yeah. Not the same. Um, okay. So let's move on to the lyrical analysis of the song. Or first, like just sort of generally, what did you think of it when you first listened to it? I really liked it. I was really impressed. Um, I was like, the first time I heard it, I was like, this is going to do excellent on radio, mm-hmm. especially like American radio. Um, I feel like I can <laughs> feel it being overplayed already. Yeah. Um, I think the like chorus is amazing and like having two powerhouses on a song is just so good, but they complement each other so well. It like, I feel like it could easily be, like, sound like they're trying to, like, battle each other or, like, outdo each other, but they just, like, their voices intertwine so beautifully, and I love it. Yeah, they really sound so good together. I feel like it will do really well on radio as well. Um, It's just, like, such a catchy tune. I liked it immediately. It reminded me of, like, when I listened to Pillow Talk for the first time, I just loved it and was, like, smiling, was like, yes. Um, so, yeah. And I know at the beginning of it, I was like, wow, this is kind of slow. I'm surprised that this is his first mm, yeah, song same. that he put out. But then it picks up with the chorus. Um, and I feel like everything on radio these days isn't necessarily, like, the most upbeat thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, other songs do well as well, which is cool. Um, okay, so Dusk Till Dawn, the title. Now, <laughs> when I was making this episode... Half the time I wrote Dawn Till Dusk and Kara was like, just so that we remember, it's Dusk Till Dawn, which I knew because I make a point about it later in my own notes. Um, But I had put Dawn Till Dusk like half the time. Um, But what do you think of the title? I think it's cool. I think it's cool too. Um, I don't know why, but I hate that it has two L's on the till because I was... I I know. know. I was confused about that. It makes me so uncomfortable. Is until have two L's or just one? Does it? I think it has two. It's gotta have two because then you wouldn't just add it. Yeah. But I feel like often you just see it T-I-L. Yeah. That's how I always write it. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so the first verse, anything else about the title? Nope. Um, the first verse is, well, I'm going to break up the first verse into two parts because I think it was, these are, I don't know. The way the different websites constructed it, it's very confusing. Also, the correct lyrics are on Genius. Because Zane gave them the official lyrics. So that's the correct lyrics. Other lyric websites have different lyrics for one particular part. Um, So I had to go back and like make sure these were all the correct ones. Because I copied them from a different website and then changed the lyrics and blah, blah, blah. Um, But yeah. And they had them spaced differently. But it was already too late. So (laughs) this is just the first part of the first verse. Um, Not trying to be indie. Not trying to be cool. Just trying to be in this, tell me, are you too? Um, so, musically, as I said, it starts off pretty slow, but, um, and you can already hear that sort of relaxed way he talks that we heard on um, Mind of Mine, where we were kind of like, he's not pronouncing his words. He kind of just like, yeah. sort of like lets them like float off his mouth. <laughs> um but I feel like I'm getting used to that as, like, how Zayn sings. He sing- sings with a very relaxed mouth and, like, kind of, like, very casually. 
Um, it's like he doesn't have a jaw. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like he doesn't want to finish things. He's like, not trying to mend it. Not like, trying to do it. Like, literally, like, I just didn't know what he was saying until <laughs> I read these lyrics. I was like, I thought he said in there twice uh-huh. or something. And I was like, oh, indie. Okay. Because yeah. he doesn't go indie. He doesn't, like, shut. Like, like, he's not, like, d- d- he's like, in there. And also, he has a, a strong accent, too. Mm, so. Yeah. And I love that he keeps his accent, like, as he sings. Because uh, with, like, British people singing often... Their accents sort of sound more American, mm-hmm. um, just because I think I don't know why. Isn't that so weird? I don't know. I need to. It is weird. Ugh. Although I was watching X Factor the other day, which I'm gonna be keeping up with. So if you want to talk about X Factor, hit me up on Twitter. Um, but Simon was saying to one of the girls who auditioned, "I can tell that you've watched American singers on YouTube or whatever because you're starting to sound like you're singing like them. Don't do that. Sing like you're British." Mm. So like I guess. Um, like you can sound more British when you sing, like if or you people sort of just change it to American way because I think just the pronunciation of Americans may be more harsh than British. I feel like British like lets it more, um, I don't know, like it doesn't finish R's as much mm-hmm. and like harder sounds. Um, so what does this mean? He's not trying to be indie like an indie like artist like being cool is that what he means yeah i guess like going solo and he's not trying to be something that's just who he is he just is cool he's not trying to be cool (laughs) yeah i feel like that's like what he's like probably gets about a lot is like he's just trying to be too cool Mm -hmm. yeah and i felt like in that way it's like it could also be for the sort of storyline of the relationship like, he's not trying to be too cool in it or whatever, but also just, like, generally in music and, like, the relationship, like, with his fans just trying to be in this, like, in this as in, like, in the music. In and the moment. Be, in the moment, yeah. Be with his fans, like, um, that type of thing. Or be in the relationship, mm-hmm. I guess, as well. Because um, he says, tell me, are you too? Sort of speaking to someone else. But I feel like he could be speaking to different parties. Mm. Um. And, like, there's an interesting balance, I felt, like, throughout this whole song where it was, like, questioning the other person and it felt like maybe the relationship wasn't settled. But also, I felt like it was very much a fully settled relationship at other parts. Um, so, like, what is, when he says, tell me, are you two, do you feel like he's questioning where they're, where they are with each other? Um, sort of, but it also feels like, um, mm, I don't know where I'm going with this. I have no idea. In some ways, it felt like just, like, sort of, like, this sounds good here. Because <laughs> like, I feel like there's a very strong sense, especially through the music video and this, where they are together and they're not like... Where a lot of Harry songs, they're like kind of a mishmash. Like, not not the songs, but like the story that they're telling where it's like a kind of unsteady relationship. This one felt much more steady to me. But then there's so- there's lines in here like, tell me, are you too? Like, I'm not really sure. Tell me how, like what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Um... Then it continues, can you feel where the wind is? Can you feel it through all of the windows inside this room? Now, I thought this was interesting the way this is set up because it's like, can you feel it through all of the windows? Can Mm. you feel it through all the windows? Or like, can you feel it through all the windows inside this room? Like, it's just the way that it lines up like line by line wise. Mm. It's not like, can you feel it through all the windows? It's almost like, can you feel it through... And the way he sings it, then it's like all of the windows inside this room. So you don't even know that the sentence isn't over until he comes in with the next line, if that makes sense. Mm. What did you think this whole wind imagery and window thing meant? 
I mean, sort of like freedom, um, sort of like opening yourself up, mm-hmm. um, just, um, I don't know. I feel like it's very, uh, trying to like be just connected to nature or something. Interesting. I never really thought of it as the nature side of it, but I, yeah, I guess I feel that. Like it's more of maybe a more personal thing just because like, instead of like trying, not trying to be indie, yeah. but like trying to like, just sort of like feel. Yeah. I get this sort of like stripped back feeling of like, if you're in a room and you open all the windows and like the wind's blowing through the room, like he could be the room and he's like letting the wind hit him and like not keeping his windows shut yeah. or whatever. It's like, you can feel it almost like in your bones, the shiver of the wind, like going through you, going through the windows, but also like hitting you and like, um, like being, allowing yourself to be affected by that. Um, but I also thought of it as like, can you feel where the wind is? Like, do you feel where the wind is on our relationship? Like the mm. direction? Cause often you use the wind to, or like, um, wind is like sort of a directional thing of like which way is the wind blowing which way does the relationship like go um, I feel like there's a saying like there's that game where the wind blows <laughs> or whatever mm-hmm. but like do you feel like where the wind is I thought that was like yeah. is it behind you is the wind pushing you along like behind you is it in front of you and you're walking into the wind there's like this directional feel walking in the wind yeah one direction promo that's where he got it from um but it's like, do you see, do you feel where the wind is blowing us? And like, can you feel it the way I feel it, I guess, as well? And they're also like in a room, so it's like semi-protected, but they decided to open the windows. Yeah. It's interesting. Like they're wanting to be vulnerable. Yeah. Together. Um, and they don't have to be. Yeah. They could shut the windows. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, the next bit is, this is the pre-chorus. Because um, I want to touch you, baby, and I want to feel you too. I want to see the sunrise on your sins, just me and you. Wow, this is beautiful. Um, what is the difference between I want to touch you and I want to feel you? It's he- like seeing or like looking and seeing, hearing and listening, mm. sort of. You know, like touching is just kind of like, just like touching right. but then feeling is like really. Feeling the emotion. Yeah. It does get across that like. Uh, feeling of both the physicality and the sort of emotional because mm. you can also say like touch you like emotionally like you touch me and you like touch my heart or whatever um yeah but it's interesting that he included both of those and it's like i also want to feel you oh yeah true because it says two yeah mm. um i but i i think that it helps convey like wanting to do more than just like like this one night stand type of situation it's like i want to do this but i also want to do this and i want to feel you in many ways and like be a part of who you are and also like to see the sunrise i feel like if it was a one night stand you kind of like it's more like so in the night and it's like kind of like secret and covered and like just like belongs to the night but like Mm. if you like stay up all night with someone like talking or whatever um like, that's, like, there's, like, definitely a different form of in- intimacy there. Like, you you are, like, in, in natural light. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, your makeup and, like, other clothes <laughs> like, the night before. Like, it's not... You know what I mean? It's, yeah. like, that's kind of the stuff that you, like, want to keep hidden. But, like, if yeah. it's, like, the natural light is on you, that's, like, definitely very intimate. Yeah. You're, like, revealing yourself. Yeah. Um, and he says, I want to see the sunrise on your sins. Like, I think that's such a pretty line. Sunrise mm-hmm. on your sins. Because that's, like... 
like you said, like, revealing things that you don't necessarily see in the nighttime. Yeah. And, like, the sins, to me, like, are not necessarily, like, actual, like, bad things. But it's, like, it almost reminds me of things, like, just things that people say are sins Mm. or, like, just people coming at you for things and the way you're living your life. Um, I was reminded of Kesha's song, Him, which is so good. Go listen to it. Um, at one part she says, yeah, we keep on sinning. Yeah, we keep on singing. And it just reminded me of that where, like, the whole idea that, like, the whole song is about, like, uh, people who, like, need hymns for the hymnless, like, people who, like, it's, it's about kids with no religion and, like, doing things that people consider bad and, like, whatever. And, but, like, screw them. We keep on sinning. We keep on singing. But they're not really sins. They're just people judging us for what we're it's living like our life. reclaiming the word sin. Yeah. And I felt, like, that feeling with this. Like, I want to see the sunrise on your sins. Like, just sort of seeing who you truly are. And, like, even just, like, the inner parts of your soul, I guess. It's, like, not judgmental. It's not, yeah. like, saying that you're sinning and it's wrong. Because it's, like, just me and you. It's, like, yeah. I'll be there, too. Yeah. It's cool. And for that one, he says, just me and you. At first, I mean, these are the lyrics. <laughs> but I heard as well, just being you. And I thought that Ooh, was a nice I like that. thing as well. Because it's like, it's almost as if when you're yourself, those are your sins. Because people don't want you to be yourself or something. Mm. But just me and you has that same sort of, that feeling of just me and just you. Like, just who we are. Not like everything else that people make us to be. Mm. Um, yeah. Anything else about this one? Nope. Are you really cold? Do you yeah. Want, do you I want mean, this blanket? Oh. I mean, uh, O'Reilly sucked on it. So. <laughs> I like have like my, um, what's it called? T-shirt. I put my arms in it. Thank I'm you, like Caitlin. so warm. <laughs> oh. Maybe because I'm like, woo. Like moving around. Um, okay. So then we get on to the chorus. Wait, did you say you had anything else about no. that? Um, okay. So the chorus, Zane and Sia come in together. Um, and they sing, light it up. On the run, let's make... Oh, no, this is part of the pre-chorus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Light it up on the run. Let's make love tonight. Make it up. Fall in love. Try. Baby, I'm right here. And wow, their voices sound so freaking good together. Like, they both sound so strong. Oh, this is just like... When you hear them together on this part, I was just like, this is incredible. And it's like, it's like stripped back the, like, music part and then, like, Mm. the, like, build up and then it's the, like... I don't know how to do this with my mouth. <laughs> like, you know, like the big bang. <gasps> like, you know what they like, I think yeah. it's like, it might be a symbol or some sort uh-huh. of thing. Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe I'm misremembering. But like the like build up right before the chorus, it's just yeah. so good. And like, I think this person. It's like, I'm, baby, I'm right here. Yeah. And you just like know it's coming. Yeah. And you're just like, you know, yeah. banging your head. Yeah. Um, it's almost like a drop, but there's not yeah, quite exactly. that feeling of boom. But it's yeah. like, there is like a semi drop. It's very epic. Yeah. It um, almost reminds me of some of the um, Bond, like the Sam Smith Bond song oh. had that like epic feeling that I think is in this as well. And which makes sense given the music video and stuff. Yeah. Um, what, were you going to say something? I interrupted you. I don't remember, but I like just love that this is like the first part that see it comes in. Yeah. Because it's just so good. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Um, so light it up on the run. Does this light it up sound like smoking or like light it up like, like a diamond dynamite? Dynamite. Dynamite. Oh, yeah, <laughs> blow something up. I also thought like light it up sex. They talk about having sex in the song. Um, light it up like the relationship, love, mm. but on the run. But it's like so it's sort of secretive. 
I don't know. What are you feeling? Kara's <laughs> just like shifting her arms around. I know because I'm kind of warm but kind of hot, so I feel like I'm in a straight jacket. Okay, anyway. Um, yeah, because I mean, there's also like there's a lot of like light imagery, mm. like because sunrise yeah. lighted up. I think oh, there's yeah. other stuff too. Um, sort of just like seeing your true colors, mm-hmm. but also like light it up true on the run. Colors, that's why I love you. Also, didn't Kesha do a song called True Colors? was said yeah yeah that was like her first mm-hmm. yeah um beep it up boop up um i i mean this is like the first like time that we see like the on the run motif mm-hmm. i don't know if we see it in the rest of the song but like i mean it's just so strong in the freaking music video yeah. that i feel like it should be like in the lyrics but it's not really mm-hmm. um maybe light it up on the run just like they don't have that much time to get to know each other mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't on know. The run. They're constantly moving around. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the yeah. like the busy schedules. <laughs> so true. Um, yeah, I think it's a cool line. There's lots of interpretations of it. Um, then we have "Let's Make Love Tonight." It's uh, pretty straightforward. Yeah, and I feel like that is like the very you know make love rather than like let's strip that down. Girl. <laughs> like there's a different like connotation. I know make love can be kind of cheesy, but it sounds cool when Zayn sings it. Like, I don't think it's cheesy, Um, but it definitely sounds, like, supportive and, like, they are in love and it's not... See, at these parts, I think it's, like, not so questionable, but then, like, I don't know, then we have the try as well, where it's, like, what is that about? Um, But what what does make it up mean? Does that mean, like, make up that they're in love? I don't know. That's what it it seemed like it, make it up. Yeah. Or, like, make... Make it up as in, like, let's make up for, like, what mm-hmm. we've done in the past. Maybe. It's weird. Yeah, like, because you make up with someone after you fight. Yeah. It's, like, kind of odd. Because then I'm like, wait, so they're not... This is a one-night stand? Because they're making up that they're in love? I don't think so. I think that, like, maybe... I don't know. Because then, like, try. Let's yeah, see. fall in love. Make it up. Fall in love. And then try. Like, come on, let's try. Let's try to fall in love. Let's try mm. to make this work. And also, Dust Till Dawn. We forgot that that's, like, the... I mean, I guess we're getting into that, but yeah. that's, like, in the night. Mm-hmm. And then we have, like, other, you know, we have yeah. the, light, the other light imagery. So it's, like, that's kind of, like, keeping it only from dusk till dawn. So mm-hmm. it's, like, only during those hours. Yeah. It's weird. Because, like, the way you... Like, the reason that I... I don't know. I think it's interesting that you kept on... Um, saying dawn till dusk because that makes more sense because that's like during the day that seems like yeah. more of a relationship but like dusk till dawn seems like it's more of like a sexual driven relationship but the thing about this is it's se- dusk till dawn to me maybe i'll just wait until we get okay. there let's just finish this thing because then he says baby i'm right here so then again he's saying like i'm here i'm here for yeah you. it doesn't seem like it's like it's, a one night stand yeah it seems like really supportive not that like those are the only two options that we're considering yeah but, like it definitely i feel like there's something stronger here some very strong, supportive, like, thing where they're going to be there for each other. Yeah. Um, so I don't really understand how make it up gets in there. I know. Or try. But try is interesting. How strong, like, try is such, like, a casual word you wouldn't think it would take on so much meaning. But it just stands on its own. It's just, like, try. Okay. I know. Like, we'll see. And also, especially coming after fall in love. Yeah. Like, that's pretty strong. Yeah, it is. It's interesting. Um, okay, so then we get to the chorus. Um, but you'll never be alone. I'll be with you from dusk till dawn. I'll be with you from dusk till dawn. Baby, I'm right here. I'll hold you when things go wrong. I'll be with you from dusk till dawn. I'll be with you from dusk till dawn. Baby, I'm right here. 
I'll be with you from dusk till dawn, baby, I'm right here. I'll be with you from dusk till dawn, baby, I'm right here. This is so catchy. I know. Oh it's, my god. I love singing it. I think it's such a good sing-along, too. And, like, the way his accent is, you can be like, dusty dawn! Like, like, you know, you get into that accent, because it's not like, dawn. It's like, yeah, that's why it's funny, because when you were reading it, I was like, that's not how it sounds, but it's just because he doesn't say it like that. <laughs> He's like, dusty and it just sounds so cool. So I like to imitate that when I sing along. Um, I wondered why it started with the but. But you'll never be alone. Even though he said, I'm right here. The line before that. Baby, I'm right here. But mm. you'll never be alone. Maybe that's a mistake. <laughs> I thought it was baby, you'll never be alone. or but you'll never be alone. I don't know. I don't know. I need to go look at the... It um, makes it seem like it's more in like a loop. It's, it seems like gone. it's like not... I don't know. Where's the genius lyrics? Because I didn't copy from there. Yeah, it's but like you'll never be alone. I don't know. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, maybe more of just like a continuation. Yeah, they need to use transition words that make sense, please. Mm. Um, and again, you'll never be alone. That's like I'm gonna be there with you all the time. That's strong. I like that. Yeah, that's sweet. And what I was gonna say before about the dust till dawn to me. It seemed like I'm going to be through the through the night and through the darkness and through the hardships mm, okay. and through the scary parts. Because it says, oh, my dad is being super loud outside. <laughs> um, I'll hold you when things go wrong. So to me, the dust till dawn, the nighttime, when things go wrong, when things are hard, rather than just like la-di-da in the day, everything's always happy. Mm. Nothing's scary. Nothing's bad. We can pretend nothing's going on. But if you're there with someone sort of through the nitty gritty and like dust till dawn when it's scarier and like the the evil things creep out at night then that feels like you're being more like supported or whatever rather than just sort of like a daylight relationship this is like i'm gonna be here to hold you through the night i really like that thanks i agree i have nothing else to add (laughs) yeah yeah what else did i say um hold you where is that yeah mentally and physically does it say hold you it must say it oh yeah i'll hold you when things go wrong like, it felt like physically I'll hold you through the night, like, through your nightmares or whatever, yeah. but also just, like, I'm going to hold you when things go wrong and, like, mentally be there and be there to support you. Um, yeah. And then, baby, I'm right here. It almost sounds like they're trying to get the person's attention and, like, I can see you're going through tough things. Like, I'm here. I'm here. Mm. Like, put it on me. Sort of like Fire Away with Niall. Yes. Um, and I love all the runs he does at the end of this. Oh my God. So right here. Unreal. He, like, drags it out. <laughs> I was saying in the car as Karen and I were listening to it when I picked her up that like imagining people trying to sing along to it and like the high notes and like the freaking wavy waveness that it goes on trying to figure out how to hold those notes as an audience <laughs> would be like I know because like when you're listening to it I'm like how the hell are they doing this on one breath like know. there's just no possible way no it's too hard like do you think because I feel like they're both such like great powerful house singers that mm-hmm. they're just like I don't know. They like probably are really stretching their vocals to this. Yeah. It's probably really fun for them because they probably never really have to work for it. Yeah. But I'm imagining that the here runs must be somewhat they, Some of them go all the way into like the next part. It's unreasonable. It's like you're <laughs> breathing. That's like 45 seconds of runs with girl. Like, um, I guess if anyone can do it, they can do it. True. Um, so then we get to the next part. Uh, Zane sings, we were shut like a jacket. So do your zip. We would roll down the rapids rapids to find a wave that fits. I love this verse the most. I think the imagery of this jacket and the zip and the way Zane sings it is really cool. Um, I don't really get what it means. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> I really don't know. We were shut like a jacket. That's past tense. 
but then we have a command. So do your zip. And then we have, we would roll down the rapids to find a wave that fits. I mean, the tense changes and like the whatever confuses me a lot here. It might be for beats and stuff because it feels like. I know. He doesn't. Yeah. What does it mean? So we were shot like a jacket. That feels like they were like closed off, but together. Yeah. It felt because like. Because shut ja- like a jacket could mean like you're keeping warm and, and comforting. it's like together and comforting and warm inside. But it's also like were we shut off? Like were we zipped up? Was and, it is it a bad thing? Because it seems like yeah. it's almost like a bad thing. But then do your zip. So do your like, zip. It sounds like something you say to someone you care about a lot. You're like yeah. don't get like too cold. Like do do up your jacket or something. I don't know. I feel like he totally has a meaning behind this. That makes I know. Sense. I want to know. Because it's kind of specific. Like we were shut like a jacket. So do your zip. So we were shut like a jacket. Maybe then we got unzipped and now we're zipping back up. Hmm. So do your zip. Or was he saying to someone else, we too were shut like a z- jacket and I want you to be shut like a za- jacket. So do a jacket. A jacket. Z- <laughs> do up your jacket zip as well. So then we can all be shot like jackets. Get one giant jacket <laughs> and put it, put all of us in here and zip us all up because yeah. it's a hard world out there. And I want to be z- <laughs> so zipped true. up with Zane. Because that does, that sounds like a parent thing to say. Like, do up your zip. Yeah. Like, we were shot like a jacket. I, I don't know. I don't get it. Someone feel, please yeah, tell someone, me. So, someone tell us what you mean. Because freaking genius hasn't gotten anything up yet. Come on, genius. Go faster. Yeah. What, you call yourself a genius or what? <laughs> like, I need some explanations to these lyrics. Usually we can come up with something, but I was really confused. Yeah. And then we have, we would roll down the rapids to find a wave that fits. So we went through, like... The rapids, the rough whatever, mm-hmm. trying to find a way to like balance our relationship mm-hmm. and then to find a wave that fits us to sort of like be how we are and like, mm-hmm. and we worked it out. It's interesting because like rapids aren't, it's not like it's um the ocean waves where they're like continuous and like the same, like rapids are kind of like choppy. Yeah. And they're like tumultuous and like there's yeah. not a way that you can really like figure out how to work them i mean right. i guess sort of but like not as much as well, like apparently they found a wave yeah i like that um still confusing and a wave that fits it's just like such an interesting way to put that yeah that fits what like fits them yeah like fits their lifestyle i guess it also semi rhymes with zip so maybe that's why it's there <laughs> um i don't i don't know what to make of it but i still love the jacket and zip imagery i don't know why but i really latched onto it <laughs> Um, so yeah, let us know what you think of this because it's confusing. Um, then we have again, the, can you feel where the wind is? Can you feel it through all of the windows inside this room? And his voice, I just want to say his voice sounds so effortless. Um, Mm -hmm. just the way he sings. He's good at it. (laughs) A plus Zane. So true. (laughs) Zane has like something, you know, maybe a little career in music or something. He does. He should totally go into it. Um, so then we have the repeated chorus and then we go into the bridge, which is, um, okay. So on genius, it says the first line is could give love to your body. So Mm. only you can stop it. And then everyone after that is go give love to your body, which has to be correct if Zane said the genius was correct, right? I guess so. Yeah, because I heard go the entire time. Same. But on Genius, it says could on okay. the first one. Well, <laughs> so I don't really know if that, whatever. But Jane, Zane said that it was the correct ones. I mean, it's also different because it says so, only you can stop it. 
Yeah, wait, is this it's, one say so? Yeah. Yeah, because then it's, it's, oh, wait, no, that's different no. now. Because that's all now, it's also, instead of it's only you. Can oh, that's because I didn't change all of these. Okay. Um, well, let me just read it off here yeah. so I don't get it wrong. So the bridge is, could give love to your body, so only you that can stop it. Go give love to your body, so only you that can stop it. That doesn't make that sense. That makes no sense. <laughs> I don't know of that. Why, why did he say genius is right? It definitely sounded like it's only you that can stop it. Right? Okay, we'll just say that. I mean, it doesn't change it that much. Uh, no. Okay, whatever. Go get, could give love to your body, so only you that can stop it. Go give love to your body, it's only you that can stop it. Go live love to your body, it's only you that can stop it. Go give love to your body, go li- give love to your body. Now, if you look up these lyrics on, these are the ones specifically on different websites, they say different things. A lot of them say, girl, give love to your body. Some mm-hmm. get, say, I'm going to go give love to your body. It's very confusing. Um, but I'm pretty sure the line is, go give love to your body. Um, so, yeah, careful of what lyric sites you use because we don't have the official ones except for, as Zane said, the ones on Genius. He gave them the official ones. So, confusing. Um, but anyway, we can still talk about them even though we don't know what they necessarily are. Um but I like this line a lot. I love the, I really like the line, go give love to your body so only you can stop it. Or it's what does that mean though? Stop like it. Only you can stop it. So like you are in control, I guess? It seems like that to me. When, when I was reading this, because uh, I was doing this um, at the kitchen table, dissecting them and I kept repeating it because I was trying to hear what he was saying, which was impossible, like to get exactly what he was mm. saying. Um, but my brother was like, oh, wow, a song that actually has consent in it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's how you interpreted it. Because I hadn't really interpreted it. I interpreted it. the, like, a complete opposite almost. Really? Like, not really, but it's like only you can, so only you can stop it. I don't know. I don't know. For some reason, like, that would creep me out. Talk really? about, like, stop it. Like, it's kind of weird to me. But, like, go give love to your body is good because it's, like, completely autonomous. Yeah. But it's also, like, I don't know. I saw it as, well, my brother thought this was a consent consent line where it's like like giving permission like you can stop it if you want it um I saw it more as like you're the only one holding yourself back from like being loved I felt it was very much like um like him saying like go give love to your body like love yourself like yeah in in whatever way it is yeah um and you're the only one sort of holding yourself back from being loved and, like, I want to love you, but, like, in, 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 I guess in that way, go give love to your body is both, like, you, like, loving yourself and, like, treating your body right and treating yourself right in your mind or whatever, but also, like, allowing other people to love you, like, allowing Zane to, mm-hmm. like, love you um, and support you. And you're the only one that's in the way because he's saying, like, I'm here and ready to do it. There's nothing stopping me besides you. Mm-hmm. Like... That's sort of how I took it. Um, yeah, because like, I took it in more of a physical way, but I think that, like, the, like, emotional mm-hmm. love also makes more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, like, the so... Only, I guess because like, we don't know, like, it's what the exact... Because it's, like, it's only are. you can stop it. it. makes sense for, like, the emotional, like, only you are the one holding you back. But, like, so only you can stop it. So, so only you that can stop it. That makes no sense to me at all. Well, so... Sounds like so is kind of a throwaway. Okay. To be like put in there. So only you that can stop it. 
what do you think that means? Like, you're the only one who can stop the love being put to your body? Like, how do you take it if it's not that? Um, I guess it's, like, if, like, if it's physical, it's, like, you're in control completely about, like, what happens to your body and, like, what's going on. But wouldn't that be a good thing? Yeah, no, it is. But it's, like, kind of weird. Just I don't the know. way it's said? Yeah, because it's, like, they're talking about, like, each other. Like, he was talking about, like, a partnership, like, a more, like, dual thing. And now it's, like, kind of just the one. I don't know. I just, I don't know. What do you guys think of this line? Let us know. So I feel like there's a lot of interpretations. Also, we can't hear the lyrics very well. Yeah. <laughs> Even though Genius says these are the ones. But if it's so only, like, I want to play it right here. Let me pull it up so we can listen to this part. Because I played this part over and over and over again. Um, let's say. Hold on. Let me get to it. Because we can play it on here if we do it. Where is it? Here we go. It's definitely it. It's definitely so. It's, that's it. Wait, now I'm so confused. I think it might have changed. It, it definitely changes back and forth. Between so and it's. Because I'm like, that's definitely so. so. And they're like, that's... Because they like... Yeah. Oh my god, the way they pronounce things, it's like so confusing. Because I also heard when he was doing it before I heard the lyrics, I heard as well, gonna give love to your body. Yeah, I heard that too. As well. And it's only you that can stop it. And that to me, it, I didn't feel physical. I mean, obviously there's the physical, but I felt more of like a, I'm gonna love you. And you're the only one stopping me so gonna give love to your body it's only you that can stop it that sounds like a threat (laughs) (laughs) no like could is like much more soft and gentle to me than like gonna give love to your body it's only you can stop it i'm like that's creepy don't love that but i also guess i didn't think of it as like the physical i thought of it more like of the emotional i like because like to me i guess like to me i felt it was like a a relationship where, like, they had developed things. Not just, like, some random person was like, I'm gonna give up your body. You can't. The only thing, you can stop it if you want, but I'm gonna do it. I don't know. I felt it was, like, more like, like, I'm gonna support you and be here for you and whatever, and I don't know. Ew. Also, like, the uh, there's, like, a uh, comma after uh, go. So it's, like, mm. go, comma, give love to your body. Yeah. I, I really do love the go give love to your body line. That's cool. The so only that you can stop it is confusing me. I know. Someone tell me. Someone. Seriously. Because <sighs> it did sound like it's some of the times. But on Genius, it doesn't have an it's. But. Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think of those lines? What do you think it means? Let us know. Um, yeah. And then he goes really loud and high on this last note. And it was really pretty. Um, that's the body. One. so good yeah thank you i know you were complimenting <laughs> me there um so then we repeat the chorus um and um it ends with baby i'm right here i'll be with you from dust till dawn baby i'm right here and then zane sort of does the humming sounds that we heard in flower and it sort of like drags off at the end i'm doing hand motions but you guys can't see that it's like vocalization yeah just some like hmms and it sounded really pretty and yeah as i said before i thought he like incorporated that really well into like the poppy sounds Mm. as well um 
so yeah, that was the whole lyrical analysis part. Um, what did you think of the lyrics in general and like sort of compared to what we saw on his last album? I, I think there's like some really strong lyrics here, but I also kind of wish that there was more, you know what I mean? Like there's so much repetition mm. and it's like the thing is it's not boring because their voices are so good, yeah. but I'm glad that Sia's in here because I don't think that it would be as interesting, like nearly as interesting if she wasn't in here. Yeah. I was trying to listen like and not listen to her and just listen to Zane and it definitely wouldn't be as strong. Like at all. Cause yeah. I think that like if the lyrics are stronger, it could be a just Zane, but I think that because of the repetition, it just, mm-hmm. you know. Because I, I know in the last one, we did get so much sort of like a lot of lyric vomit. <laughs> Not lyric mm. vomit, but we got like a lot of lyrics. Like you were saying, Luca's Aid. Um, and it wasn't maybe as repetitive. Um, I did really like this one. I really love the Dust Till Dawn. I think it sounds cool. I think it's a good first song as well because it's so catchy mm-hmm. and it's going to be good on radio. Um yeah, I wonder if we'll get some maybe more lyric-y ones and more, like, descriptive-y ones um, on, a, on some more album. Because like, this was very, like, metaphoric, this one. Like, just as Louis says, like, the pretty metaphors he doesn't want in his songs, like the do your zips and roll down the rapids yeah. and find a wave that fits. Like, that is very metaphorical where you can't really picture an actual situation happening. But I, I liked the zip one. The rapids one I don't like connect as much to that just because I felt like the zip was very like familial and protective mm. and something something about a jacket I don't know yeah um and then and then the sunrise line I love that I want to see the sunrise on your sins I think that's just such a cool line um and then in terms of music how do you, do you think the music sounded compared to his last album I feel like it fits in well with it this one reminded me somewhat of the when I ask you a question and I just, <laughs> um, uh, like, uh, his Taylor Swift and him song from, it seems like it's like made for I Wanna Live forever. Yeah. It's like very epic sounding. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, n- it's not as much like, I don't know, some of the deeper cuts on his album are like very yeah. R and B, um, more so R&B I guess like not as like literally made for pop radio Mm -hmm. but this like I mean I don't hate this like I feel like it's like his take on popular music today um the only thing is like I can see this kind of getting overplayed really quickly and easily you're already hating it I'm already (laughs) kind of getting over it but I also but I'm like his voice is so good I don't hate Mm -hmm. it like it's like the kind of thing where like so many other songs on radio I'm gonna get sick of so fast with this song it's like his voice like floors me and there's so many intricacies in it that it's like kind of even if it's overplayed I'm gonna hear like this high note or like their runs and be like what the heck this is Mm -hmm. incredible so I mean that has that going for it but Mm -hmm. I don't know I'm I've been listening on repeat and I love it still I this makes me really excited about his album I feel like it fits in with his last stuff but this one definitely feels more radio ready kind of like I want to live forever like it just like or pillow talk I feel like yeah because some of his other ones on his album weren't necessarily as accessible and like sing-alongy and easy to whatever. I have to listen to his album again. I haven't listened fully in a while to all the songs. This feels like much more produced in Pillow Talk for some reason. Maybe just because like the big like huge notes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there wasn't that as much in Pillow yeah. Talk. But for some reason it just like it really feels epic to me. It does. And there's the, the music behind it is very like. I don't know. And whenever Sia sings, it sounds epic in general. So true. 
Like, everything sounds like a huge, like, something's going on, something's happening. And then you watch the music video and you're like, okay, this seems just epic in general. Um, what else? So let's talk about the music video then. Um, Zane said it was sort of meant to reflect some of the old movies that he used to watch. Um, like spy gangster movies, he called them. Um, and it was directed by Mark Webb. And it starred Zane and Jemima Kirk, who's from Girls. Mark Webb did the Spider-Man with um, Andrew Garfield. The only reason I remember that, because I was like, oh my god, that's so funny. His last name is Webb that and he directs really Spider-Man, cool. but, which is crazy. Like, that's a big name. Yeah. And, it, like, they definitely needed someone who knows how to do movies. Because the music video is not just, like, you know, pillow talk, which was just some, like, pretty images. Um, like, this one this was like an a actual... Short film. Yeah, it was an actual story. Um, I thought it was so cool. So, yeah, if you haven't watched it, watch it. Um, but it's pretty much tell this tells like a Bonnie and Clyde type of story. Like Zane and Jemima are have this briefcase that they have to switch off, and it's like, did they switch it off? Were they not able to? Zane gets caught by the cops, but like another group of like people are after him as well, wanting whatever it is. Um, but then. Um, they open up the briefcase once Zane gets caught and realizes that he was able to switch it with Jemima and, um, whatever's in it, it like creates this gold light whenever either of them open it. I think that's like a reference to Pulp Fiction because it did that in that one too. You never find out what it's in. It's in there, but you just kind of like see like a gold. That's cool. Um, and then, so then he, like the police let him go and he drives to this house and um like lights it on fire and so some other people come the other group of like bad guys i guess that are after this case come to the house and are looking for zane and then they lift up the carpet and see that there's a hole in the ground meaning he like had a tunnel to escape took me a couple times watching it to realize what that hole in the ground was (laughs) i didn't really get it um and then zane escapes with jemima and they have the case and they like ride into the sunset and that's pretty much it. It was cool. I some people thought that Jemima, because like with the sh- black hair mm-hmm. in like the promo shots, like she could she could almost look like she's Zayn. Um, and people thought it was Zayn in drag. Oh, really? And I'm so disappointed it wasn't. That was like cool. it's definitely not because they have an, an actress's name on mm-hmm. it, so it's clearly her. But like that would have been really cool, and I would have loved to see that because I would love a Veronica part two. Mm. Um, but the way they had is really bad. Like, what the heck? You y'all have like a huge Hollywood budget and got like a five dollar wig from like party city it reminded me although of like sia because at first i thought that's fair like when i saw the pictures it may have just been sia because it looks like the sort of the wigs that she wears but obviously hers cover her face um but i i thought of that i bet it was really fun for zane to record this music video yeah it seems like one of the things that like he probably was dreaming about for his entire life yeah because he's into like comic and actiony like stories and he said he used to watch video movies like this yeah. Um, I know you had a problem with his acting. I actually thought his acting was really good. For the one line he had? I, yeah, for some reason, I thought like, he did I, a good job. I, like, it gave me, like, it made me cringe so bad for some reason. I don't know. I just feel like the way he intonated it wasn't, it didn't, it felt, it, like, took me out of it. And, like, the, also the actors that, was, like, were playing the cops weren't good either. <laughs> and I was just like, what are you guys doing? I don't understand. Because Zane says, you don't know me. 
I thought that was an interesting line because it was like yeah, it was definitely very pointed. Yeah, but, but like, like the, the way public he said it saying, wasn't saying you don't know actually who I am. Yeah, you don't know anything about me. You can throw your whatever at me, but you don't know me. Yeah, but the way he said it, I was just like. Um, and then they ride off in the sunset. So then that whole the whole meaning of the song has that like dust till dawn or like, we're like you know in the night doing these things mm. and we're gonna support each other and be like bad guys together or whatever. Well, we don't know if they're bad. Maybe they're like you know stealing for the poor or something true i don't know um but yeah it was cool i really liked it i would like more music videos that have these epic storylines um because like what music videos did we get from him besides pillow talk we got the one of him it's you walking around some party boring but beautiful and then the one from his hometown that was cool yeah it's really not memorable though this is like more this is yeah, this is my favorite one so far, I think. I like Pillow Talk a lot, though, to be honest. Yeah, Pillow Talk was pretty. I love storyline music videos, though, so. Yeah. I wonder if the other boys will have any like this. I don't, I can't imagine. Like, Harry, where's your two ghosts one? Honestly. Niall, where's your slow hands one? We've just given up on that one. Because he's going to make his for the next one. Yeah. Sad. Um, yeah, so that's it. Let us know what you guys thought of Zane's. Did you have, um, Lucia wrote in a whole bunch of stuff. Mm. Kara wrote some stuff down that she wanted to talk about that we want to talk about because you guys wrote to us about this. So Kara's just pulling it up on her phone. I just have it on, um, what's it called? Deep, deep, do deep, dot, deep. Uh-huh. Um, okay. I have it on screenshots. Um... She was talking about, like, his, like, performances and, like, how people, like, talk about his stage presence mm. um, being lacking. Um, and she was saying, so many artists are allowed to lip sync to their music during performances as long as they dance or entertain in other ways. Why can't Zayn be allowed to do the opposite? Like, he is a singer and a musical artist. That's what we are buying from him, not a dance performance and jokes and pyrotechnics and smiles. Dang, Lucia! Um, Zane isn't a versatile performer when it comes to his body, but he is a hundred times more versatile in his voice than most popular artists and i wish it was more about the music than than and the art than about looks to be honest no wonder why he struggled so much trying to get over his performance anxiety when people weren't really there for the music um uh then she goes on to talk about a perfect example is louis louis is truly honest and my favorite member of 1d and um what i think he has offers so unique and special he often messes up during in line performances misses notes and sings off key my personal opinion is that he it is because he is nervous and holding back so he messes up when he is confident he sings his best but i don't care um because i think when he is on key he sounds like um uh she was just saying that like it was I apparently didn't do the next one, but she was saying like she likes his voice best because it's like it's like sounds like nothing else on radio. Mm. Um, and Harry has great songs and great stage presence, voice, look, style, etc. But he doesn't give us the honesty and insight into his real life that people like Zayn and Louis do. I don't think he needs to. I love Harry just the way he is, but I'm just pointing that out that they all have different things to offer us. And while Harry puts on a crazy good show, I hardly ever feel like I can relate to his life. Um, and she says like she can relate to Zane's life and that adds something powerful to the music and lets it stand alone where it wouldn't do so with Harry. Um, and I, I definitely feel that. And I feel wow, like that was such a good analysis. I know for sure. Um, and I, I, again, like that's why One Direction was so popular and that's why they're doing well solo because they all have something different mm-hmm. and unique to offer us. And yeah. I feel like, I don't know. Cause I think it's because Zane came from a pop 
boy band that he's putting this pressure on himself to give like this huge performance and he has such a huge platform so he can't just like give like small Mm -hmm. I guess he can because like look Niall and um, Harry are doing it like and I feel like indie and like folk artists can kind of just go on stage and like play guitar and like sing you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and be a sad song singer songwriter type deal but like R&B artists maybe aren't allowed to because they're supposed to have like pyrotechnics and stuff but like I feel like some of his songs that he could literally just stand up there and sing and it would still be so I'm trying to think of other artists who are like Zane like and what they do when they perform who would you say has similar Mm. what's his name that Selena's dating Oh, The weekend. Yeah, The weekend has similar sounding songs. Yeah, I mean... I'm, like, he doesn't give, like, these... He's not so much a public figure so much. Yeah, Like, true. I don't know that much about him. Besides the fact that he's dating Selena, and she's, like, a really big public figure, I would say. Um, yeah, I feel like he just kind of gives, like, an average performance. Yeah. From what I've seen. But, yeah, I feel like he definitely is, like... I don't know, like, I could imagine coming from a band with Harry in it Mm. and just being like why am I not like this like this is how I'm supposed to be like that would cause me so much anxiety Mm -hmm. I definitely feel that yeah um thanks for that insight I feel like we could do a whole comparison like tddl comparison about like what each boy brings to the table Mm. or like stage presences yeah yeah stage presences how that like changes their songs about their voices and like the way they're portrayed and all these different things Mm. that would be cool um, but yeah, that was our lyrical analysis, dawn to dusk, let, dusk till dawn. <laughs> let us know what you guys think about, about it. Um, and if you're jamming, when I did the poll, most people seem to be loving it. Yeah, like on our poll. super hardcore. And I was right there with you. Um, what are our recommendations for this week? Do you have any, Kara? Yeah, I do, actually. I've been listening to a lot of the band Bell and Sebastian. Um, Aaron made me a playlist um and honestly just like you can just shuffle their work and it's like perfect fall um music it's like um indie and um there's some upbeat stuff though too i think that you would like some of the stuff and like their lyrics are just so really good like they're so incredibly good so um they're just so really good i'm glad i can speak Mm -hmm. um and i've just been like listening to it and all hours of the am and listen and painting and it's just like a really great fall vibe and my cats crawl over me painting, and it's just a fun time. <laughs> nice. Um, what am I going to recommend? I guess I can recommend some music that I was listening to. Um, what's it called? Super Fruit, or their second half of their EP album thing is coming out soon. And they left, they released a song, Hurry Up, which is good. And I've been listening to Boys by Charlie XCX. I like I watched the music video when everyone watched it. Yeah, did you see it? No, but I've seen the gifts. Like it's really pretty and aesthetic. Um, I don't know why none of the One Direction boys were in it. I know what is with that. They should have all been in it. Could have put them all together. Yes, eating pancakes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I watched it and like was like, oh, this song's fine. But like I didn't get into it. And then the other day, I don't know, I just put it on and I've been listening on repeat. Like I'm so into it. I just love the little um, like Game Boy, old fashioned Game Boy sound or like whatever game sound. I think it's so catchy. I've been listening to that a lot. And then I've been listening to New Rules by Dua Lipa a lot. That music video is awesome as well. It really is. Um, her, I just need to like really delve back into her album because I put a couple songs on a playlist 
um, of hers, and I just like like them all. They're all so good. I put ID I D G A F. Um, that's a good song. Hotter than hell. Mwah. Whatever. All of them. They're so good. Um, but yeah, new rules is cool. So yeah, that's what I recommend. Um, let us know what you thought of the show. Um, send us any feedback, news stories, uh, you want us to talk about that we didn't cover. Um, thank you guys for listening to episode 111 of Talk Direction. You can follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. You can go to our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com or our Instagram, which is just talkdirection. You can also follow us individually on Twitter. I am at Caitlin I.R. Foster and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. Um, and that is my Instagram as well. And I'll be posting pictures from London uh, when I go there. Um, I might, maybe I'll post like Instagram stories on my Instagram. Cause like I have my Snapchat, but that's not open to like listeners. Mm. I don't know. Kara, where can they find you? I'm Kara underscore pond and Kara's at the C and you can always check out my blog at carapond.com or my cat Instagram, which is Shermamie Pond on Instagram. <laughs> I followed it the other day because oh, I you. didn't realize I hadn't. Um, and you can also check out our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash talk direction and Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Um, and we recently put up a behind the scenes video of like how we record talk direction um, and there's some other fun videos and some tons of content. And as soon as you sign up to become a Patreon, you get all the content we've ever made, which is like hours of videos and hours of like us talking about One Direction on the extra half hour of show and all that stuff. And if you are new to Patreon, you can actually get the Talk Direction down low linked to your podcast app. So it shows up in the app just as any podcast episode would. Um, if you look in, on the Patreon page, there's a place that says RSS feed, um, and you copy that link and you can email it to yourself and then copy it from your phone onto the podcast app when you add a podcast and you just paste it in there. Um, these directions, if you Google them, you'll find out how to do it as well. Um, but that's an easy way. So then you don't always have to listen on the Patreon app, which there is, you can actually just listen right from your podcast app. Um, and then again, audibletrial.com slash talk direction for your first free audiobook. Um, and what did you recommend? Yes, please. Yes, please by Amy Poehler, right? And you did Between the World and Me. Yeah, Between the World and Me by, um, what was his last name? Coates. Coates. Um, so yeah, and then you can rate and review us and subscribe on iTunes or on SoundCloud. And there's an app for SoundCloud as well. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time for episode 112. Bye!